Hey, it's me. I got a password. Life sucks. One word. Okay, I was waiting to welcome you back to the party because I couldn't tell whether or not Trin was going to immediately blast me with a Robocop's <laughs> non-fold clip. I regret to inform the listeners that I have a soundboard now because we were recording remotely because we didn't have time to do all of them while I was there. We watched most of it. We still have one block left to watch, but we figured it was more important to like watch it than record it, and we were limited on time. Yeah, just as long as our watching experience felt like being repeatedly hit with like a cricket bat. And my god, did it. Oh, well, this one... We've got, we've got, this one has ups and downs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of the ups are quite up, but then some of the downs are... Um... As, as is the way. As is yeah. the way. Anyway, uh, because it's been like a week uh, or over that since I watched this, I remember very little of what happens. So like, I'm going to need Sam to refresh my memory as we go on. Um, well, when we last left our heroes, mm-hmm. they were all locked in a room in CTU, surrounded by nerve gas. And, oh, and the boy bought it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Edgar died, and they gave us the... They didn't even give us the beep boops, because it was such a somber moment. Yeah, yeah, the... The... The, the, the that noise. Yeah, they didn't, yeah. They didn't give, us, give us it. It's like one Instead of the few of times. Now, I actually have a drop um, of the noise they played instead. And I'm realizing now that if I do then do a bit where I'm just silent for five seconds, when I do truncate silence on Audacity, that's going to completely cut it out. And it would be <laughs> <laughs> also, if you if you try and do it, I will just play the noise again. So, oh well, that, that's the threat. Yeah, yeah. A uh, uh, bit of housekeeping first, though. We were talking about how Kim's older boyfriend. Uh, it seems like he's being kind of a bit of a replacement dad. Oh god, I f- okay, yes, I know what you're going to say. Now, we I decided to look up how old C. Thomas Howell and Kiefer Sutherland are, and they are two weeks ap- apart in age. They are, like, quite sincerely, they are functionally the same age. Um, C. Uh, Thomas Howell is, is two weeks older. Oh. But he was also an actor in his teens, yeah, I mean, they, they did that on purpose, didn't they? In another universe, C. Thomas Howell could have played Jack Bauer. Yeah, I mean, they clearly did that on purpose. And that is... I have to give them credit. That is a very funny thing for them to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it betrays a mindset for the writers about how women's brains work. And we're, we're going to get into that more over the, the next few blocks, I think. I think, uh, unfortunately, I, I think you have to. Your your problem is you're dealing with this like they're writers who write, whereas these are just. I think if 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 you view this as being, they're just some guys. They they kind of are just like a couple of dudes that they get together and they just sort of like throw shit at the wall and hope like that it topically matters. Yeah, and like uh, the, which the is why that... it's so good from when we come back like. 20 years later and go, what the fuck, man? Why are there multiple ongoing plot lines about how women be shopping? Yeah, basically. We've got the first lady. Mm -hmm. She's she's shopping. 
kin. Mm-hmm. She she's you know as we've just established, she's in the market shopper. for a new dad. Um, uh, and we do get a, um, a new shopper in this block. We do, we do. Yeah, <laughs> one, one of the one of the most distasteful. Yeah, one of the like she's she's shopping at like I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a terrible store. Like like. Uh, she's shopping at Gap, but it's the gap between reality and what the the writers perceive it to be. Mm, yes, very true. There, there you go. Yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> crack on, because I remember very little. So, um, the first thing they need to do is they need to, like, reboot the system. Mm-hmm. But for that, they need Chloe, which means they need to reboot Chloe. Mm. Oh, yes. Yes. And so Jack is trying to get her to go back to work but she's having what is now I, I i don't think i can say the phrase so if you can say the phrase autistic meltdown she, she i mean she is that's what they've written it's like i don't know i think it's more written as like a sort of like it's supposed to be that she's having a panic but what they have accidentally written as an autistic meltdown haven't they yeah like it, then... it, it's like it's very different to like somebody having a panic attack on screen generally where they're like breathing a bunch and like you know freaking out chloe isn't like Chloe just shuts down. Yeah, she's like halfway to going non-verbal. That's exactly how I get, actually. So they, they know what they're doing. They must know what they're doing with Chloe. Well, as was so often the case, they would write a character that was autistic, but that then gives you obligations and responsibilities. And also people thought that it was like a bit mean to like just call someone autistic. Yeah. So they'd be like, no, they're just odd. Like, I can God, think of do you multiple... remember when we were, we were looking up like a synopsis of this episode and you found the worst review ever? And like, it just kind of like, the only people worse than the writers at that point in time were the people watching this fucking show. Well, Barry decides that he can fix her. But what was, can you, can you remember what was in that review? I, I remember them saying something about like Chloe being like a frosty, frigid, like bitch or something. Uh, like it was this oh, episode? Yeah. It was literally this episode where she's surrounded by nerve gas and saw her basically her one friend die. Yeah, one minute ago because this is real time. Mm. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't post-traumatic stress. This is like current... you're currently in the trauma. Yeah. Anyway. People who watched 24 back in the day, fuckheads. Anyway, let's continue. So, uh, Barry just then kind of just goes, easy, Jack, unlicensed, and like gets out his car, which may as well just be like the bitch whisperer. He does like, <laughs> he's like, his psychology is essentially just to go, now nah, you can't talk to people like that. <laughs> How would you like it if they talked to you like that? To which Jack goes, she she's she's a CTU agent. She needs to be able to deal with this stuff, and and the, like not getting that only he works that way. But like, like it's not written like that. It's like it's just kind of bad. But then Barry does like uh, long, slow blinks mm. at Chloe until she agrees to go back to work. It's it's yeah, it's bad. Anyway, continue. He, like he, he holds out a sugar cube in the palm of her hand. It, <laughs> So he, uh, and while that's going on, Jack does also get into a whole argument with Barry about how, yeah, you know, he's too old. Oh, he does the age gap discourse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does do and that. That is, like, there are appropriate times for it. Yeah, I feel like you surrounded know. by nerve gas, uh, maybe not the time. Uh, if I was going to argue with my daughter's new boyfriend, 
I would not do it while she was in the room. I would not do it while she was in the room <laughs> in with the me safe at room. work. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do it at work. I wouldn't do it at work with her present while surrounded by nerve gas. I especially I, I, wouldn't do it if I disappeared for 18 months beforehand. <laughs> this is the first time she's seeing me since. And then again, maybe almost any time somebody has introduced someone to me being like, oh, they're very similar to you, you'll like them. I end up hating them more than I've ever hated another human being. Like there's instantly, uh, there's just an instant dislike. And I think that's what's happened with Jack Bauer. He's just reflexively oh, recognized. Oh, I see. Well, no, he's sort of made out to be like the opposite of Jack Bauer because he's all like, let's talk about our feelings. Oh, but Jack Bauer considers himself to be an older man who cares about Kim. Yeah, yeah, true. Can, remember how um, when we were introduced to Jack Bauer the first time, he goes by the book. Mm. What if that book was the DSM-5? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Well, anyway, so there's a corrosive agent in the nerve gas, which, sure. Yeah. That's eating, eating through the seal. Is that a thing? I don't You know what? That... Who cares? Like, it would, it would, surely it would eat its way out of the container it was in. Never mind, carry on. Yeah, because it, it, if it can, while ambient in the air, eat through a seal, then extremely concentrated, it can eat through a seal. It... I mean, maybe they could use a, a compound that that wouldn't happen with, but then you'd expect, like, a counterterrorism unit to their make their safe make room out of that stuff, but I guess, but... Why don't they just make the entire CTU building out of the black box? Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, Never thought of that. But there's a... Uh, there is a block on the software that means that they can't remote ventilate the building. Uh, who so made this CTU safe room? <laughs> like... Uh, I mean, like, okay, we're talking about an organization that is regularly infiltrated by bad guys to do some whispering into a phone, but like, and we did spend most of the first few seasons coming up with a a theory that they are a fake agency staffed by like a, a budding actors and porn stars. Yeah, but like, at the, but but okay, assuming that they're not that and they are actually competent. Who made the ventilation system for this building oh, to I be like unable to be unable to ventilate? Shut shut up, fuckhead! I am one. Um, <laughs> um, to like be unable to ventilate, but also like cut off access the further away you get. Like it starts at the outside and all the gas moves inwards. I'm still not over that. That's so funny. The way the vents it, work. It feels like it's a kind of security system that you'd find in like Dishonored. It's a joke security system. Like it's like someone installed it as a prank. Yeah, like it's 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 a puzzle security system from an immersive sim. Anyway, remove the block on the software that lets you ventilate the building because, like, why why would you ever need to do that? I guess. But to get to that, Jack has to go out. So they well, he goes to his safe space, which is a vent. Uh, sorry, sorry. He goes. He goes to. He goes to what? He, he goes to his safe space, mm -hmm. which is which is a. A vent. I'm going to fucking. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself and then you. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you'd say the word vent. Order. I knew you'd do it this episode. So. I, I thought there's no way. There's no way you'd have. A, well, I'm. I may, I may sound very calm right now, but just let it be known that I'm apoplectic. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you feel what seems to be a second sun rising from the north, it's because I'm glowing with rage. <laughs> uh... So Jack vents mm-hmm. uh, and then just holds his breath to go to the computer. No, no. So what they do is that they make an airlock. I think like he goes, he scuttles through a wall where there's conveniently oxygen. Um, just ignore the fact that they could also have put people in there, I guess. Um, and then like he, he goes to another room where the gas hasn't got to yet, I think. And then what he does is like seals the door behind him with tape and then keeps opening and closing the door to like run out to go to the computer and then come back holding his breath. Yes. It, uh, like, it, it, it's broadly that. It, it 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 would not work and it is very silly, but this episode won some fucking award, so who cares? Yeah, this one um an Emmy for outstanding drama series. Mm, yeah. Uh, this this episode in particular. Yeah, cool. Uh but he can only get it like most of the way or he doesn't have admin privileges isn't no wait isn't it that there's like a literal like bars in the way like there aren't on the plans like there's there's a metal grate in the way that he can't get through like ctu is just it is the most work in progress building yeah (laughs) just people installing funny like joke ventilation bits like (laughs) they they build the whole thing out of plywood in an afternoon putting up bars the day before each season of 24, yeah. they they remake the CTU office. They just finished rebuilding it from the last time it gets blown up. Yeah, it's like a it's like a roguelike. Um, like every time he comes back for a new a new playthrough, like CTU rearranges itself. It's never the same building twice. Mostly because it gets blown blown up halfway through the series every time. Anyway, can uh like yeah. So uh, well, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, the the only people. That are in the part of the building that they can get to. Uh-huh. Are, well, it's some fucking red shirt guard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who I was saying red shirt metaphorically before I met They literally do have red shirts, yeah. It's quite, it's quite a nice shade of red, too. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like a, a, a fond little claret. Uh, and Samwise. Yeah. Yeah. And instantly that guard starts... Talking about um, how he how he's got a family and kids and everything. Yeah, and, and then Samwise gives him like uh, gives him the. By rights, we shouldn't even be here. Christ. Yeah, um, and uh... <laughs> and yeah, like, he, or like the, the clerks, like I wasn't even supposed to be in today. Yeah, uh, and he says, "Now, I actually did a big fuck up earlier that made this happen." So, yeah, it's my fault. I got mugged. Because his... It was his card uh, that got taken that allowed them to do this. But the, the room they're in, if they open the door, they can't seal it again when it's yeah. closed. Because they don't have any tape. First Jack does. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend to understand why their room isn't okay, but the one that Jack is in it is. It's because Jack, um, he's like Hank Hill. He always has duct tape and uh, a can of WD-40 on him. Ah, he's fashioned and that, sort and of that. like a respirator out of the two. Okay. Yeah. He, he's, you know, it's, it's like Fallout 4 crafting mechanics. Mm. He's got, he, he always carries adhesive. Mmm, lovely oil instead of air. Uh, he, he just has, like, inside his, um, like, back left pocket, there's just a little satchel of asbestos. Mmm, mmm. He takes it like smelling salts. <laughs> it would explain some things. Um, it, it's why his voice is so gravelly. Yeah. 
like Jack really needs to go and like you know go like an ear, nose, and throat specialist, man. You've yeah, um, he's. I bet he snores something awful. That implies that he sleeps. True, true. We've never seen him do that actually. No, he did say in season one that he'd had some sleep actually. Oh, he briefly fell asleep for like two seconds and then pointed a gun at someone. Oh yeah, he did a waitress. Yeah, when he was when he was harassing that waitress. Yeah, yeah. Is okay, that so the only time we've seen him sleep? I think it might be. Yeah, and I, th- I think even then, it's entirely possible that that was him just pretending to fall asleep to fuck with the waitress, and that he is in fact, <laughs> yeah, he, he is he is in fact a, a vampire. Yeah. Oh God, that makes so much more okay. All right, yeah, that would explain the sleeping upside down or pretending to sleep upside down. That's why he's not affected by the nerve gas. It's like it doesn't make any sense that he can just hold his breath because oh, he doesn't actually need to breathe. He's not breathing. I see. Okay, and he's just like, yeah, this wall totally has oxygen behind it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Actually, uh, don't come in here. Um, yeah, that, that's why they didn't give Jack over to the Chinese because, like, if they gave him a, like, they they couldn't give their prime reservoir of, of vampire blood <laughs> to a foreign power. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Oh, well, so Samwise, he goes out, and it's very emotional, and he emotionally goes on the computer. Yeah. And then emotionally goes back. And then it is actually, I've got to say, it's pretty funny. Like, he's he's been covering his mouth with his tie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the then, most, like, ooh, 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 then, like, overacted, like, death. But Because the, the guard, the guard that he's in there with goes... Hey, I feel yeah. okay. Oh. <laughs> He's like, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make that <laughs> He sounds like. He sounds like. Um, imagine if you put Daffy Duck in a washing machine. Man, Donald I Duck wish even. I'd remembered this earlier because I would have gotten the drop for it. Oh well. Well, it, it sounds like now. If you know the sound of um, the grapefruit technique, no, <laughs> I, I do. He, I he do. He sounds like um, in Dark Souls when you give King Seeker Framp some trash to turn into souls, and he was like, <laughs> "That one's not one I'm familiar with." Uh, it's one of but the. But I only... do know the grapefruit technique, so uh, yeah. I guess I'm somewhat semi-familiar with what that sounds like in Dark Souls. Oh, it's kind of like all of those at once. Mm, mm. Okay. Uh, and so then Samwise is fucking dead. Yeah. Which means I think I think he's the front runner for the worst day. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe? I, I, I mean, I, I think he should be dishonorably discharged from the um from the competition, personally. For his... Um, I don't think that you can, like... Like, there's no other way to... Yeah, I don't think that you can, like, fuck up somebody else's day that bad. Like, 17 people, or whatever it was, in the mall. Just, just, just for fun. And then be like, oh, I'm having a bad day, man. <laughs> like, no matter how bad your day is. I think the the fact I was gonna say it doesn't compare to being nerve gassed, but then I guess I suppose he did actually just get nerve gassed with the same yeah, he, stuff. He, well, you know what? Like, you can call him many things. He's not a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, um, personally, I I think like this is meant to be almost like sort of like a wow, like he's redeemed in the eyes yeah, of the oh, dipshit. Yeah. But no, I don't think no, I don't think he is. Um, but well, let's let's run through his day. Mm. He turns up to work. Yeah. He then gets mugged. Yeah, by his sister's boyfriend. He then gets sectioned. Uh, yeah. Upon which he discovers that the the mugging has led to 
Oh no! Everywhere yes. being nerve gassed. He gets and, yelled at by the president. And, and his yeah, and his sister gets killed. Yeah, he gets yelled at by the president, which causes him to get sectioned. Then he gets stuck in a room with the most annoying guard in the world. Yeah, like, true. Have you ever, have you ever been on like um, a flight or a train journey where someone tells you about their family? No, <laughs> I project bitch energy. I think people don't it talk is... to me in public. It has happened to me on only two occasions. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can it's imagine not... it being extremely annoying. The, the first time I've. I this was was about ten years ago. Mm. I was on the train from uh, New York to DC, and this woman with a very thick West Virginia accent is talking to me, and uh, she's she's talking about her family, and I was so prepared to do like the winning the argument you have in the shower, you know, like I'm going to defeat her with facts and logic when she mm. starts getting all conservative, and it, no, but it turns out she is like the most she was fucking great. Like I, 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 yeah. Props to her. Uh, she was talking about how, and this was in like 2014, how her son uh, was going to a camp and had like volunteered to be one of the people that would like go in the, um, like in the dorm for people that were, uh, that that were gender neutral because otherwise, or like you know, were non-binary because it, if. Like there was only one person that was non-binary there, and they went in that dorm. They'd be by, by themselves. Oh, so, so he had a okay. friend, just like. I know, mean, we'll, that's we'll kind of neat that the camp even accounted for that, actually. Yeah, and, and, like, in 20, and in twenty fourteen too. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, and so I was there. I, I had like a ten pound note in my wallet that, when she started talking, I was prepared to like just be like, "We've got Darwin on our money. How do you think about that?" Uh, no, she was she was wonderful. The other time it happened though. I wanted to nerve gas myself. <laughs> okay, right, fair enough. Yeah. Huh. Um, I, I think Samwise at least, you know, he's, he's at least had a bad on the day, board. But he, he's he's on the yeah. board. He may he may be disqualified, but like, you know, you're, you're still on the board if there's a DNF. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while this is happening, remember how Tony was in bed next to Robocop? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Rick went now. Whatever you do, don't get out of bed to mess with RoboCop. And so Tony just yeah. gets out of bed, like instantly messes with RoboCop. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! This is just kind of happening in the background while all of this other nonsense is going on. Yeah. Um, and and uh, me, and while Tony has been like dealing with the nerve gas, he's developed like a weird like English vernacular. Um, he's been like in there the whole time, like freaking out because of the nerve gas. Um, and he says to Ro there's this exchange between him and RoboCop, which I think is just sort of. Uh, um, important to mention where he says, uh, Dead, you stupid slag! Don't tell that it, John. Anyway. <laughs> is, that, is that from Robocop 3? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the jetpack, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but we'd also find out that yeah, Chloe was sending messages about Kim to Jack. Yeah. She tells Kim yeah. that. <laughs> she, says, she says how how Kim is every month, which and is like, like how how are you getting that information? Are you like are you like friends with Kim, or are you like? It means that she sent eighteen text messages to Jack's burner's burner phone that are just the words "still depressed." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just so there's two ways that Chloe could be getting this information, which is she's a like 
a friend of Kim's. I guess they did work together. I forgot that Kim worked at CTU. That's possible. But the other one was that she's maintaining surveillance on Kim, which would be <laughs> fucked. No, I think it's probably most likely is that Kim is continuing to have these days. Yeah. Um, so it's permanently in the news. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like he just sends a like a a list of like LA area headlines to Jack once a month. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah, like a, a woman goes to local zoo. Shouldn't do that again. Um, style uh, ass headlines. Yeah, anyway, it's just like a, a a photo of you know a twenty five year old woman like staggering out of an aquarium trying to pull an octopus off her face. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like Kim wants to cut Jack off. Uh, like it's like kind of done with him because but, this is the one funny thing that I think Kim does the entire time that she's on screen. She's surprisingly lackluster for this episode. I was so hyped for the Kim arc and then she just comes back and goes, I don't really like you very much, Jack. <laughs> but what she says is so funny because she says like everyone who comes close to me has something bad happen to them, <laughs> which means that she's aware of the like area of effect peril that you've put down <laughs> in the notes here. <laughs> Like she, she knows that she does this, and like it's like um, it's like the 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 rain god from Hitchhiker's Guide, who's like constantly like documenting different types of rain, but he just thinks he's a lorry driver. Like he has no idea. Yeah, it's like she's like that, but for like writers who want to put her in peril. Instead of rain clouds, it's like gangs of guys, presumably with cocaine habits. It's one of those things where um. If I was having that conversation with someone in real life, I'd go, "No, no, you're like it's okay. You're, you're not, you're not cursed or anything. Like, I, yeah, you know, I, I still want to spend time with you. Things that have happened in your past don't define your future." With Kim, I'd just go, "Yeah, no, um, yeah, sorry, you're right on the money with that one." Mm-hmm. You, remember when you set fire to a police car and your boyfriend lost his leg? Yeah, and then remember when your other boyfriend lost his arm? Yeah. Remember when like, you got menaced by a mountain lion? Okay, f- fucking hell. Sam, we, we're like a fair ways into this recording and we've not got past like one episode yet. Holy shit. <laughs> oh no, there's so much here. <laughs> well, let's get something where we can really laser in focus. Okay. Bierko calls up a sexy lady. Oh god, yes. Yes, it's, it's, it's hour collect. 13, and they know that I'm flagging, so they throw in a hot brunette. Uh, this it, is this season's Mandy. Yeah, she's just kind of sinister, and she, we, she, we see her in bed with a guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this, this when we were watching it, this came just the perfect time. Um, I think we, we both needed this type of character to mm-hmm. turn up. Because especially like, because Kim was basically saying, uh, "I'm leaving." Yeah, see you now. Yeah, it's like when, a, when peace out forever. Was, yeah, when when the writers close the door, they open a window, and, the, and into it steps Colette, a a, a, a sinister lady, uh, who she says that apparently she's going to get him schematics for something. Mm, yeah, she, she's some kind of broker for yeah. you know, for various secret things. She's got all the blueprints. For Bierko, that's what she's getting him. And uh, CTU is now, you know, vented. It's it's fine. All of the nerve gas has been taken out. Mm-hmm. But that means that it it's safe for Homeland Security to come in and just fully take them over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
the way I have it written down is like a heavily armed ghost kitchen. Like when, you know, like th- th- this is now. Yeah, like, look, uh, do people, uh, I, do, this is assuming that our listeners know what a ghost kitchen is. I think this might be a nerdy thing. Yeah. Um, a ghost kitchen is when, uh, say that I'm a lo- I run a local takeaway and you know, so I'm on you know, Uber Eats or Just Eat or whatever the hell as myself. Mm. And, and then I get an email from Mr. Beast saying, would you like <laughs> to make the Mr. Beast burger? Yeah. And so in my kitchen, I'm making his product and delivering it. Similarly, now CTU is just... I, yeah, it's an office for Homeland Security. Yeah. Like, right, so, yeah. And it's uh, it's being run by, you know, uh, by a stern lady named Karen. Mm, mm. Uh, who, like, it, if she had a, like, a a less easy to remember name, like, if, if her name hadn't become a byword for the exact type of character that they're presenting her as, we probably would have just called her Mrs. Beast or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, <sighs> and while they're saying, you know what, you know, we, we're taking over because everything is fucked up in here and everything's always mm. fucked up. And they're like, name one thing that's fucked up. And they, and they like kind of point. You literally just have nerve gas in here. Just point yeah, to Edgar's have... corpse. And they're like, okay, well, that's that's sorted now. Name one thing that's going on now. And they, they, they like point to the med bay. <laughs> where, where Robocop is in a coma. And like, Tony is just like, he, he judo chops Rick the torturer. Yeah, like... So, so there's this whole thing we're gonna where, where like Tony's like, I'm gonna kill him if you if you can't get answers, and Rick he is torturing him, and, and Robocop's going like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say anything, sorry. And so he I'll goes, to, he goes to sleep, and then, uh, and then yeah, Tony like, fucking, knocks the torturer out, and is like prepared to kill him, but like Robocop just, just gets up. He was only it, pretending. And he's like, Don't tell that it, John. And then like jetpacks <laughs> through the wall. Um and he's out. Uh and 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 and, and Tony, no silent beep. He, he gets, like he, he fucking stabs Tony on the way out. He drags him. He like as he passes with the jetpack, he like stabs him. No silent uh, beep. He's fucking gone. He's dead. He, Finally. After like the up. four fucking times this guy has potentially died on screen. He dies in Jack's arms. Yeah, and they don't even, and and that's as the episode ends. But they, no I, beep. Edgar got Ed, like, oh no beep, a beep. Edgar got the silent beep. Yeah, he he got no no beep. Yeah, he got beep. Yeah, he got beeped. Anyway, uh, hour fourteen. Yeah. So, uh, well, after all this, um, we cut to the president, who. Wet Nixon has been freaking out. Yeah, rightly so. And the first lady who, again, we we hasten to remind you, be shopping. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's like calming him down. It's about being, you're you're doing a really good job of being president. Like you're you're really good at this. By the way, not saying that you're doing a bad job, but it's very obvious that the vice president is going to try and usurp you. Yeah. Uh, uh, th- we love to. They love to do this. The vice presidents. So the president just then he calls like a, a press conference and it's like we're, we're initiating freedom law. Yeah. Because it is because it, it's not martial law. Yeah, he calls it like, something it, else. It's like I, I think he does just say you know it's 
it's a curfew that's being enforced by the military. And then everyone's like, Is this, isn't this martial law? And he just starts sweating terribly. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, no, 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 no. No, it's not. Like when, he, like when he rehearsed this conversation in his head, nobody nobody brought that up. Everyone. Um, and uh, while he's doing that, we see Aaron, Aaron Pierce, mm. gets a call from you know, President Palmer's brother, Wayne. And he says, I'm, I've got information that but I'll only give it to you, Aaron. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'd, I'd give it okay, to you. Okay, I can see. Aaron, yeah. Aaron's like, well, I, I'm, I'm still at work. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I've been on shift for 12 fucking hours. I got rocket launched, man. Why do you think I'm the best person to bring this to? Well, I took I took a Literally took a an hour ago, someone hit me with a javelin missile. Leave me be. Like, I blew up a man with a flamethrower. Yeah, that was sick, though. Yeah, no, that, I... Um, you ever played Borderlands? It, it's like that. It, like I've been playing a lot of Half Life Alex again recently. Uh, mm. It's it's very much like that. Oh, but I mean, in Borderlands, when when you get downed, you can be revived by your co op partner. Oh, you can or... get killed to get back up. Yeah. Aaron Pierce is he's hit by a javelin. He's in fight for your life mode. He then blows up the guy. Oh, that's when he opens the door. He opens the door to get. Because he needs to get the kill to get back up. Okay, it makes perfect (laughs) sense now. Aaron Pierce is just—he—he's playing Borderlands this whole time. Yeah, I—I would actually love it if to hear that actor. I think Glenn Morshower. I think that's his name. Um, I would love to hear him just read Borderlands dialogue. (laughs) That would be very good. Well, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) The the most jaded Secret Service agent imaginable, Um, and. Then instantly after this press conference, um, people are being like, "Is the president's action like? Is it actually legal for him to do it?" And like Wet Nixon, you can tell he wants to go like, "If the president does it, it's not illegal." And then everyone's like, "No, that's too, uh-huh. yeah, no, that that's too Nixon of you." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then yeah, the, the vice president just goes like, "Oh no, I'm don't worry, I'm in I'm in control of the situation," uh, which, given that. Yeah, like, uh, Pres- yeah, Wet Nixon had been going like, "Hey, I don't think the vice president's trying to usurp me." Like, first lady, I know you're concerned, but I really don't think I'm in control of the situation. Okay, you may have a point. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm beginning to think you. I, I, that's on me. I should have listened to you. Thankfully, it only took eight minutes of screen time. You know, for it yeah. to get on very, very yeah, yeah. Point, but I'm wrong. And I love, I love President Vice President Shifty. Yeah, he's um, well, he's 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 played by Ray Wise, who just again one he's great, but he also seems like he should be um a mafia boss in Gotham City. It's like everything he says is like quite nice, but um sounds like a threat. Yeah, like um, it, it, you know, it's not like it doesn't you know, but it it, it reads like one. Like if he maybe he just has like a verbal tick like that. Like if he maybe. Could walk- he could walk into a museum and would be like, wow, that's a nice place you've got here. It would be a shame if anything were to happen to the things here. Yeah, like, it's very, yeah. He, he very much is like that. Um, like, anyway, back every, to, every, back every, to every Colette. Every goes into, they just start giving him money. And yeah, like, just, Look, just don't do anything. He He's thinks like, it's campaign donations. <laughs> yeah. um, Colette. Uh, 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 I, in the notes here, because this is the first time that I have your notes, it just says Colette Breasts, uh, which I've lasered in on. Yes. Um, uh, co- yeah, uh, well, Colette Breasts Boobily. 
Ah, right, okay. Over to Bierko. Right, okay. Uh, with the schematics, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they... Uh, so she's um, heading over to him, and but uh, Jack and Curtis, uh, they arrest her. I, I, I scarcely remember how they even um, got the information. Should I... I think it's one of those things where Chloe did something. Yeah, Chloe finds her somehow, and they go to arrest her, and then she's she's not there. And like the uh, they uh, they go up onto the rooftop, and the guy that she was sleeping with just bursts out, and they get into a a bit of a a squabble. Mm. But it turns out that he's with German intelligence, and his name's Theo. Yeah, yeah, he's played by um, if you've seen the hundred, he's uh, Marcus, I believe. Um, but he's significantly younger here, um, and looks and, worryingly like Gaius Bolter, which is why I, I think could could well be why I instantly warmed to him. Yeah, yeah, he's quite cool, is Theo. Anyway, yeah. Theo's a German spy. He's been sleeping with Colette for a while now, um, and uh, he's like, I don't really want to tell you where she is because if I do that, then I lose my I lose all my 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 information, which is fair enough. Um, and they can't really take him in a torture room because that would be an act of war. Um, so uh, Jack instead offers him like an incredibly sensitive list of information. <laughs> yeah, it's called the wet list. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably a real thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna Google this right now. If you, if you okay, Google wet list. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I don't yeah, care. T- tell me if you get any results that are even vaguely related. I, uh, <laughs> the, first, it, the first thing that comes up is it, if it's the Western a... European terrorist wet list was an NSA curated list of terrorist operatives in Western Europe who are being tracked by the authorities of the United States of America. Would you like to guess the source? Is this the 24 wiki? Yes. <laughs> so it's not real. This is like when I looked up C5 explosives. <laughs> it was just the wiki again. I love right. when they make shit up like this. Anyway. Um, they're, they're told, like, and Karen from Homeland Security is like, is very not happy about the idea of giving Theo the wet list. Uh-huh. Um, because it's a, they're worried that if they communicate with their allies... About then... where the Western European terrorists are... Then they might yeah, go and arrest them. Um, yeah, they're, they're allies in Western Europe who are, who are counter-terrorists. Yeah, if they'll they go know... and arrest the terrorists, which would be a big problem for some reason. Yeah, um, and... Because uh, fam- famously, um, after after some events that happened several years prior to the filming of this, um, agencies stopped sharing any information um, just in case, just so they could, they could make sure that it would happen again. Yeah, it was um, called the... Uh, the One Eyes Initiative, mm, mm. Where, where everyone just agreed to um, sort of plug their ears and not help each other. That's mm. yeah. Um, mm. It made sense. It made sense at the time. Like, of course, looking back, it seems foolish. Yeah. This yeah. is how this is how nine eleven happened twice in twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it happened the first time. Then everyone plugged their ears, and the Welsh were like, <laughs> uh. Well, looks like it's our time to shine, boys. Hey, 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 now. <laughs> I've reconnected uh, with my Welsh heritage recently. And, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm happy and to I'm say we did do it. We did, we did get them in 24. We did, we did it. Um, so uh, Chloe gives Jack the wet list. And 
when they find out. <laughs> oh, yeah, Karen goes, Jeez. why would you do that? And she's like, I don't know, funny. Because um, <laughs> I will so, yeah. always do what Jack says. So Jack's on... He's then on the phone to Karen in a car with Theo. And... Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, Theo's like, put it on speaker so I can be sure and is holding him at gunpoint. Uh, he's just like talking to him normally and then Karen is like, by the way, so as soon as we get Colette, you're absolutely taking that list back, right? At which point Jack then like holds him at gunpoint because he's like... Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, that's what happened. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Theo says yeah. he'll drive off if, if she says anything weird. Yeah, and um, he's like, I'll, I'll blow this operation. And then as soon as, yeah, she's like, oh, and uh, you're going to betray him, right? You just, yeah, just, just draws a gun on him because he's like, look, I, look, man, I'm sorry. I... We've all had bad bosses, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. And he, he basically says, like, no, I think. I don't remember. And the, and... Anyway, the, yeah, she, I... she, it, like, Theo goes to, like, the car, gives Colette a big smooch, and then Jack jumps out from, like, under the car nearby and, and like, arrests her. And, and Theo is, like, doing, like, sort of tears in rain speech, being, like, sad that they've arrested her because presumably he did have some feelings for Colette, which was fucking weird. Um, I mean, you have feelings for Colette. Yeah, but I'm not trying to arrest her. I I would would do anything for that woman. Let let the record state. You were saying a lot about getting her in handcuffs. (laughs) No, 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 no. The handcuffs would be on me. Well, uh, Colette... Colette I'm like uh, the anti-Theo in this this situation. uh, Colette is played uh, for the record by um, Stanakatic. No idea how to pronounce that last name. Uh, who you'd know as the lady cop from Castle. Oh, I, yeah, sure. I've not seen it. Oh, it's got a, it's got a very nice lady cop in it. Hmm, hmm. Anyway, Theo drives away and he's like smiling, like um, like smoking a cigar, being like very like sort of self-satisfied, uh, especially given gaff- the fact that the lady that he was supposedly like had feelings for has just been arrested. Uh, anyway, his and then his his like SD card on his phone, which has the the wet list, just fucking Cause... explodes. Yeah, Jack, like, agreed. In the end, he's like, look, man, like, I'm sorry, Karen's being a real bitch. Like, Karen's being a real Karen. He's like, what? And he's like, in, like, ten years, that's going to, for some reason, make Yeah, you're going to remember this, and you're going to laugh. Um, and he's like, I'll let you have the list. And then, yeah, the, the, the list self-destructs. And he goes, ah, yeah. <laughs> and Jack's, like, over, over the phone to him. He's like, sorry, you know, I... Yeah, I, I always keep a self-destructing phone on me. Yeah, as you do, <laughs> just in case I need to bamboozle a German. I shouldn't have taken my phone, man. I would well, say I... that there was no real-world uh, like way that that would happen, but I just remembered that one of the ways that um, one of the guys who tried to buy a submarine from the Russian Navy for the uh, Colombian cartels, one of the ways that they got him was that they gave him a phone and just told him that it could call anywhere for free. Like, an agent just gave him a phone, and he was like, oh, sick, I don't have to pay my phone bill. So they had, like, a million hours of wiretap on him. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's a it's a secure phone. He was like, well, if you say so. Yeah, cool. Um, so Colette is arrested, but she's already sold this um, card to Bierko. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she does and- she does the thing that they do, all of the, the hot lady villains do, uh... I've just realized that they they really are doing the greatest hits because two other villains have done this now where they ask for immunity. It's always the hot lady villain. It was Nina. It was Mandy. 
And now Colette has asked for immunity and is like waiting for a judge. But also they've already had one guy ask for immunity this season. It's they they're really like they know that it's a thing that feels dramatic. (laughs) Anyway, then they're like, okay, fine. Uh, the president says that you have immunity, no take back, scouts honor. And she says, fine, well, I uh, I got, the, I gave him a schematic that I got from Audrey Rains. Remember her? Jack's ex-girlfriend, who's the daughter of the Secretary of Wait, Defense. Wait, that, would that make her, um, what would that make her? It, it makes her sus. It makes her a sus imposter. Sorry, I'm sorry, I could not... <laughs> Yeah, I. Th- that was you effectively just going. Ooh, ooh and like, <laughs> content like warning. I'm playing the noise in a second. Uh, uh, you, if you pointing me towards like a snare trap on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, me, me rolling my eyes and then just stepping in it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and then I then I get the mountain lion. Anyway, um, yeah. So Audrey, Audrey's yeah. fucking arrested extremely, and. Uh, but the while the last episode ends, Wayne is driving to see Aaron, and then just a bunch of goons shoot him off the road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Just a bunch of guys in 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 a van, like shoot Wayne off the road for yeah, like, no reason him. on the way to the president's house. So you're like, oh, what the fuck? Okay, oh, that, that's that's what happens in California. Like, well, Vice President Shifty has got like his lads all out. Well, this like, is what happens. Uh... If you, this is what happens if you vote for a Democrat governor. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Actually, no. This was one when Arnold Schwarzenegger was the. T- um, oh was my god! It was because they even mentioned that the governor of California has agreed to the curfew. Oh fuck! This is what happens if you vote for a Republican for your governor. Oh my god! Okay. Anyway, yeah, Audrey is extremely arrested. And Republicans. And uh, and Jack is like, I would prefer you don't get Rick, the strange torturing medical man, in to do this. I'll do it. And Rick is like. Look, man, I get paid either way. Like, yeah, I don't care. No, no, Rick's like, I don't even get paid. You know, I'm in this. Yeah, for the I just do this for fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Karen is is all. Uh, I don't I think like, that that will be very. Um, <laughs> that will be. I think you might be compromised a bit on this one. Which, fair enough. If you're kind of looking Honestly, around at, every, at everyone like, else in CTU, she's like, like the most sensible person that CTU has ever had as a boss because she's not employed by CTU. Like yeah. the whole thing about like, oh, you, you think it's unfair that we're taking over after you fucked up extremely hard, after you allowed for like seventeen people to get nerve gassed, after like after, after all of the other gassed. seasons, like where like all of your staff are fucking dead apart from like four people. You really think it's unfair? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, and Jack's like, well, I'm, I want to do it anyway. Um... Um, yeah, Jack's like I. I listen. If anyone's going to do it, I think it would be funnier if I do. But it, it turns out that um, so Chloe sort of looks into Audrey's past and finds that Audrey and, and Cum Waltings not only were they seen together, they once even shared a hotel room. Uh oh. And then this instantly, this is why it's a terrible decision to get Jack to interrogate her because if she's like, well, I didn't tell you about like about you know come waltings because i was ashamed to have slept with a traitor it was, yeah. it was a one-time thing and yeah i mean you've been missing for like 18 months man she thought you were dead and like yeah this if he was this not, is the same uh, thing as like the guy um 
oh my god, it must run in the fucking family because the other person that they've done this to is was her brother. fucking brother. Yeah. Same room. Escalated. But they don't fucking sissy hypno her either. They like like Jack is like pretty physically violent. No, because if you um like if if you like try and like force them a cis woman, then I think they end up just like putting the turf colours in their Twitter flag. Like it's a uh... And like no one wants to deal with that. Is that not bimbification? You, you know what? Like I'm out of my depth here. <laughs> like this is like this is like I kind of I speak I speak a little French. Okay. But if you but if you start like talking to me in like Marseille street slang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fair like, enough. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be on like another level with this stuff to you. Okay. Yeah, like I, I kind of I've, I've like I, I speak I speak trans but like conversationally. Okay, right, fair enough. Yeah. Um but yeah, Jack's like kind of throwing her around and it's like, you know, it anyone would think that he was deeply emotionally compromised in this. Yeah. Way. Yeah, yeah. And so they, then, then they send in Rick anyway. Yeah, they send him in just for, yeah. They're just like that was funny, right? Send in Rick now. Give her the little, like, the little like panic attack medication. Um, so Birko, he, he his goons like they stage a street fight, so a police car stops and they get out. Yeah. At which yeah. point, then they just steal the police car and drive off, and it's like which is a pretty funny scene. Yeah, yeah. Um. Like, I think not intentionally. I think we're meant to be like, "Oh my god, they just murdered policemen! What 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 do they do next?" Yeah. But instead, it seems more like a Keystone cops. Like, "Oh, we're so bad at this situation." Well, like you know, uh, call an ambulance, but not for me. Yeah, it's and, genuinely uh, that's how it reads. It's very good. Yeah. So, uh, um, and Colette uh, provided a, a a safe house that yeah, it was that's empty, and whose and whose job is it to lock it? But a new Homeland Security hire who's replacing Edgar. Yeah. This, this, is, this is Sherry, who's played by Kate Mara. Wee! The sister, the sister of Rooney Mara. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she was in the first couple of seasons of House of Cards. You know, she's... Now, uh, now, Sam, importantly, is she shopping? The amount of shopping this lady is doing. <laughs> she's, she's arguably shopping too much. He's like, um, so Karen's aide is called Miles, and mm-hmm. when Sherry comes in, like she shares a look at him with him, and then when Chloe, he looks fucking off, like he he does like the Kubrick stare <laughs> across the yeah. office. But, like, it's, it's so good. even yeah. Chloe, even Chloe picks up on it. Yeah, and when Chloe's helping her log the safe house, she's like, "Yeah, in, I worked for Miles in San Francisco, and he sexually harassed me, and I like, yeah, got him transferred." Yeah, and then and later he turns up and just harasses her normally. <laughs> yeah, he he turns. I mean, uh, it, it's not like a you know, you know, hey, sweet cheeks. It's a, hey, I personally don't like you, and I really like I I really don't like you. Yeah, Do he's it. like he turns up and and is is real fucking weird. He's like, you're not doing your job fast enough. Yada yada yada. Blah, 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 blah. Like looking for any mistake, and it's like this is just harassment. Like. And then, like, he puts her, like, his, like, hand on her leg when he reaches in to, like, grab, like, a USB thing out of a drive. And, like, she gives him a look and he, like, snatches his hand away. Like, it's, like, been burned or whatever. Yeah. But, like, th- this, w- this will come back. Um, I think we'll have to come back to this one. Because... Uh, this subplot can best it's... be described as being shockingly superfluous. I, I would describe it as just being shocking. 
Like, well, it's one of the very revealing moments for the writers, shall we say. Because, okay, uh, like, at this stage, they've written a woman who has, like, made up a sexual assault earlier with the, like, uh, the first lady doing the thing. It was like, I'll scream so loud in, like, the men's bathroom. while like, undoing her bra. And then they have this woman come in to be like, man, wow, sexual assault is real, actually. Like, you got to take it real seriously. Anyway, carry on. Well, just know that um, in the next block, that's going to be handled um, well. Yeah. And But it, the thing that I think makes it partly so galling is that it has so little to do with anything else that happens. Oh, yeah, no, it's just one guy writing writing something. Like, yeah. it, like uh, and at this stage, it is centrist at best on, on an issue that is pretty fucking one-sided i would say anyway um well um jack gets when jack sees that um audrey's about to get interrogated again because uh, he's you know like you've gone too far and he's being guarded by guards and when he sees that they're about to interrogate audrey his guards just tase him and yeah. it's, he hasn't been taking uh, his taser medication so we are now at the um we're now at the point with Jack Bauer as a character where anything bad that happens to him is incredible television. Oh yeah, no, it's great. Like, rack him up, like, baby. Yeah, they, they've they tried to make him... Well, like I said, this is where they start making him so like emotionally tortured and then also physically tortured that he is just an incredibly erratic and angry man who um, gets tased a lot. Hmm. And baby, that's the that's the content I crave. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Robocop's just driving along. We get a lot of good yeah. shots of Robocop on his phone in a car. Mm. Uh, and he calls his guys to be like, hey, have you killed Wayne? We're like, we're trying to kill Wayne. Also, we're trying to implicate Audrey. And then you cut to Jack being like, he's trying to implicate me by implicating Audrey and it's like yeah because this entire fucking plot has to revolve around you personally yeah Jack. yeah yeah so like they told Colette to say this I guess to waste more time which is like a ridiculous and very stupid contingency like, it, 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 yeah it's the dumbest shit I've ever heard because also like why would that be good for her like she, her whole thing like well, there's nothing to say here that she's in on in on that like why would she no. do that well, it will give you immunity, provided you don't say You don't lie to us ever. And then she's like, yeah, okay, cool. I'll do this for free. And yeah, like, um, then they find the phone calls from Robocop to Colette, mm. which means that, yeah, they vo- that's voided her agreement. And um, so, like, they, so Jack gets them to, like, call the president and void the agreement. And then he just, like, so there's a federal marshal protecting her from, basically from Jack. Yeah, and Jack just, you know, instantly goes in, and just like elbows him in the in the, in the chops. Yeah, uh, and just yeah, like he does an enhanced interrogation at gunpoint, uh, and she says, "Okay, the schematics were, um, like of these gas works, and so they stop like medically interrogating Audrey." Yeah, um, and presumably she'll be all right. Yeah, she'll get over it. Yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah, not like her, like. like not like her brother, who now owns, like, ten gas masks. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would like, at this point, to nominate Audrey for having the worst day. Because Ooh. if I had been tortured, if all my colleagues had been gassed, 
And if I had had to sit in a room with Jack Bauer arguing with uh, his daughter's boyfriend... And she had to meet John McCain earlier. Yeah, she did have to meet John McCain. Um, oh, and, and she had to meet Jack's new... And like, she had to meet Jack's Audrey. new, like... She had to meet replacement Audrey yeah. and replacement Kitten. Oh my god, she did. And she had to deal with Jack coming back to life. So I think I think these are all like pretty strong things for uh, yeah. for her to to be nominated for the award, the worst day award. I think Samwise. I think he's still got the most points, but like you said, it could be a it could be a Lance Armstrong situation. I mean, uh, for me, the fact that Jack comes back at all puts her high up the running. Like, yeah, no, that is that's almost certainly in future you will be dead, like looming yeah, on the horizon. You know. Oh man, yeah, that's no, that's a good catch. Well, uh, we do still have currently no entrance for Bad Dad. Yeah, which is really kind of stunning. Like, I'm, yeah, there's still nothing. Uh, this might be the first time that we actually have to go no contest for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with with Bioko with the police car, he he's at these gas works, and they like, hello, we're the police, and so they let them in, and then they're like, surprise, we're not the police after all, and they're like, but the car. <laughs> you lied to me. Yeah, you can't, you, like if you're a police officer, you have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, no. If you're not a police officer, yeah. you also believe me. <laughs> actually, that is the case. It's illegal to impersonate yeah. a police officer. So actually, yeah, but I yeah, figure they they're, they're, they're in for a penny, in for a pound with that yeah. one. These guys. Um, oh no, uh, there's one guy on their squad who's just like, I don't know if we should do this, guys. Yeah, I was okay with like nerve gassing the entire Western Seaboard, but. Like, yeah, and I'm not. I'm not okay with like stealing valor. What if they ask um, to see our badge? <laughs> and so they get a guy um, called Sam. Uh huh. That's just. It's nice to. It's nice to be represented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hold him at gunpoint. Yeah. Uh, again, this, which I don't think this is not very positive Sam representation. Yeah. I think is it too much to ask for a story where a Sam can be happy? Yeah. No. This um, is. This is uh... yet. This is yet another harmful example. By rights, we shouldn't even be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? This is right now. We're two. Like, we've 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 killed one, and now I've got another one being held at gunpoint. This is bury your Sams. Yeah. Well, they say that they're going to lower the pressure in the gas works, so they can put the so the gas out. can yeah go in there instead, uh, and. Once they, as soon as CTU know that there's um, got to be a gas works, they figure out what they're doing. And Sherry goes, oh, I, I did a chemical engine. I was a chemical engineering major. Okay. So they're going to have to reduce the PSI. So in order, yeah. I, I actually did a paper on how nerve gas um, yeah. works in, in normal gas pipes. Um, so they're going to have to reduce it to 50%. So they just find the one gas works that's currently reducing their PSI. Yeah. And Bill is like, you know, well, great work. Yeah, that's really good. And like kind of gives her a little pat on the back. At which point she then like looks at Chloe and like look at the soundtrack goes like dun 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 dun. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like, you see that? He shouldn't have done that. At which point. Yeah. At which point. We realized, oh no. It's not even the next block. They she's can't one, even do it. It's one episode. She's one of those women that misconstrues attention as, as sexual harassment. You know that. Yeah. Ooh. Except that, the fact that Miles was literally fucking harassing her, and and also like 
he did put his hand on her thigh like even if it's like 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 there's a bit of camera trickery involved here but like when you have a guy come up to you and go i fucking hate you i hate everything to do with you let me put my hand on my on your thigh while i like grab this usb pen like that's enough like that's that's hostile work environment without anything being else being involved there i think but anyway the the writers are here to tell us that um that sexual assault uh, or like, or sexual harassment allegations. Um, women just make those up all the time. Like any right. kind of any kind of attention you give them, that's that. Like that should so be I, fine. I think, I think what they're what, what they're trying to make us then like realize is like, oh, yeah, he would do something like, oh, he he innocently put his hand on you know her on her leg while leaning in, and then she you know tried to ruin his life with the sexual harassment thing so now he doesn't like her and that's why he was being mean actually it's because i don't give a fuck like they've written this like the way that it comes across is is that he's being he's harassing her he certainly is at this job it feels like there's one writer who's really desperately trying to get ahead of something it's it's what yeah you know what it really does it really does feel like this writer is going like, oh, I'm a little worried that people might, you know, miscon like, or people might construe my advances accurately. Uh, so, it's like uh, I'm gonna just if, if someone who you know manufacturing non-consent. There is oh, that's a very good line. That's I think what they're doing here. Um, there is a an old Onion headline. From the uh, video news thing of a local anchor suddenly extremely interested in uh, in manhole law loopholes, mm, mm. No, no, manslaughter loopholes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, similarly, if if you start writing multiple plot lines about how like some, they'll just they'll just make it up, really. Yeah, just... there's like this is yeah no, it's real fucked that there are two plot lines in this about yeah, women just making up sexual assault. It's like yeah, I, I I'm starting to suspect that guy might have been a bit of a feely Dan. Yeah, a little bit of a, a little bit of a touchy Tim. Well, in the entire time that that happens, that gives them enough time to get to the gas works. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, with attack team. Yeah. And with the Groucho marksman. Is it, but they get there just as it hits fifty percent. So Bierko deploys the gas, and he's like, "You can either kill me." Or you can stop the gas. Hmm. I've given you a an impossible situation. Well, we have more than like one guy, Pierco. Yeah. So they, no, I can do right. both, but okay. And there is like the best way of stopping the gas from actually getting anywhere is to blow it the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. So they. So just, um, yeah, I'm they... going to correct a thing that you've written in your notes here. It says they don't have time to close the valve, so Jack takes C4. He doesn't take C4. He takes C5. Does he actually take C5? Because I don't know. He no. He he takes C four. They I think they mentioned C. Did they literally say C four this time? Yeah. Okay. Never they mind me- then. They mentioned C five once in season one when they're um, when they're blasting into the uh, the the, the bunker, bunker. Yeah. Where Dennis Hopper is. Yeah, yeah. And I think from then on they were like, "That's too oh. stupid." Okay. Fair enough. Anyway, well, that the one writer who is very proud of that bit of world building got fired. <laughs> um. He, he he got fired for um he got fired for like putting his hand on someone's thigh, but then yeah. they rehired a very similar looking writer with a fake with like a, a, a but with a mustache. Yeah, yeah. This season, and he's like, hmm. he's also the guy that that um did the costumes for the uh for the tag teams. Um, oh yeah, so he just has those lying around. I think. Then 
it's a Jack does like a cool guy like running down an exploding corridor thing, and um, yeah, they blow like, up all the gas. That's how you get rid of all of the all of the nerve gas. You you blow it up. And Bioko's outside, like by the police car, feeling very smug. He's like, "Aha, I escaped because I put him in an impossible situation." And now, and then, like he just sees Jack like running, who's like slightly on fire, and then just Jack lamps in like a, a little explosion. Um, it goes a long not, way. Knocks Bioko, yeah, it knocks Bioko over, and so Jack just like you know, he 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 does the old good night bitch. And um, then puts him inside the police car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they take him. And, yeah. They send him back. They put him in CTU medical, which is probably not a great idea, given that everyone who goes in there dies. Yeah. Um, Tony uh, or escapes. Either, yeah, they either die or they're RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. You, you either die, Tony, or live long enough to to get rebuilt and have the they have the technology. Hmm. That's a six. That's a six million dollar man. But I mean, fuck it. Who cares? Um, yeah. And. Now we start to get whispers of a very silly thing. Oh, uh, yes. It's so good. So you, you remember how um, you had Willem Dafoe in the first episode? Yeah, yeah. And, and then the man behind Willem Dafoe was the cum. Was yeah, yeah. The man behind, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then we met um, Nathanson, the, the guy on the phone, who was the man behind the cum. Yeah, yeah. And then Robocop was the man behind the man behind the cum. Yep. Jack's saying, who is he protecting? Oh. You see, if he's saying nothing, there's got to be the man behind the man. He's a soldier. Him. He wouldn't just work against this country. He's got to be working for someone, which means there's someone high up. Ooh. It's got to be someone incredibly powerful. And, and, and then you remember, like, President, Vice President Shifty, and you're like, ah, it's like, going to it, be that it, guy. It, it cuts to him. Yeah. Um, I think political thrillers love the Vice President being the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I find that to be, like, that's great because um, in season one of Homeland, like, the vice president is actually kind of sinister and he has mm -hmm. all this power. But, like, imagine Kamala Harris. Yeah. Oh, imagine Kamala Harris being a bad person. Uh... But, 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 like, imagine her attempting to do a 24 plot. Yeah, this is a bad example because I can actually perfectly see her doing this. Now, you can see her trying. No oh no, no, her. Sam! Like, uh, like Kamala Harris is like incredibly um responsible for the set of laws that make uh every sex worker's life online a living nightmare. Like, oh yeah, no, she, I, she, I, 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 she is about as close to a a political villain as you can get for me. <laughs> like, I actually, I fully oh. believe she would be be doing this stuff. But did she do that before becoming vice president? She did do that before becoming vice president. That's true. Now, like being vice president, they just put her on talk shows and get her to just. She's mostly it. walking places. I've seen. Yeah, yeah. But, um, the fact that like more effective as a villain, maybe when people aren't the vice president. Yeah, is like what you're saying. That, yeah, the fact that the VIP, the, the VP in like Homeland, mm. holds the same office as the VP in Veep. Hmm. It's it's very hard to take seriously when we're they're meant to be like oh my god this goes all the way to the top but one yeah yeah it goes all the way to like you know ankle height yeah oh uh, so we're yeah they're they're, they're very clearly like signalling that the VP is um is a wrongen yeah and Aaron has like met up with Wayne and they have like 
impossibly cool guns with like 10 scopes and lasers on them. Oh, and yeah. Just, and they've just been murdering like a thousand goons. They're killing more people than cholera. It's great. Because you have. <laughs> what? You have this... Wait, I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. Um, like when Wayne. like, So Wayne gets run off the road and then he um like gets an assault rifle from Oh Brian. yeah. Oh yeah yeah and he holds he holds um he holds Aaron at gunpoint and he's like no 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 it's me and then and then they go to the house. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh but like they are it's a speechwriter and a, a man who kind of looks like a pug. Yeah. And they and they're just like murdering all of these like tier 1 operators. Well, Wayne yeah. used to be a marine. We we yeah. we heard that later. So yeah. Okay, I sort of. But but they make like a wonderful little odd couple. Yeah. They're kind of like many I guess Wayne is sort of like he's like the, the lethal weapon and Aaron is the guy who's too old for this shit. Um okay, so Wayne tells Aaron, you know, the the cool facts that he knows, which is that uh the person that like told Palmer about all this was Evelyn, the first lady's aide. Ooh, the one who was like not really super helpful earlier and like turned in the first lady but okay yeah the, the one who was um hel- helping her with her makeup when the first lady went i look like a wedding cake and dunked her head yeah yeah this is so clearly an aspect of them writing the season as they go along they go who have we got in the background who's been there the whole time all right her, okay yeah sure uh, and let's do something that is completely like contradictory to the character that we've seen so far all right sure it says okay i'll give you the evidence of who's behind everything but not without my daughter, because Robocop has captured her moppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's got, he's, uh, he says to the child, um, Dead or alive, you are coming with me. <laughs> uh, but preferably alive, because we need you as, as leverage. Anyway, um. Yeah, but it's just force of habit at that point. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got very limited, um, limited, uh, noises, Robocop. Yeah. Yeah, he has. Um, he's, he's got like he's act- space for like twelve voice lines. Um, but his action figure has a kung fu grip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, like the Homeland Security, they move in. They like they they're taking over Chloe's workstation, and they try and get Audrey to pin everything on Bill. Because if if she says like, "Oh, Bill was incompetent," because Audrey, yeah, you know, Bill sucks. Audrey with the, being with the Department of Defense means that she's like kind of not with CTU. So Even though Samwise was in charge at the time, I hasten to add. Oh yeah, but like you can't pin it on the dead guy because then that gives you like fifteen minutes unaccounted for. Yeah. Okay. Fair like, enough. Like his body was still voiding its bowels by the time that like yeah. Karen turned up. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, I will not do this. I won't. I won't help. For uh, like another ten minutes, uh, at least uh, you need another plot development to get me to help with this. And they're like, yeah. "Ah, fuck." Okay, it's like um, next ad break. When, All right, it's like when you realize that you've accidentally skipped a um, a bit in a in a side quest. It's like um, it's like when you accuse the guy in L.A. Noir before you have the item to like um, like the evidence. Oh, it's like when you have to back up. And you're like, mm, my mistake. Um, um, and so either like pin it all on Bill, or we'll say that it was you. It's your fault. Uh, and she's like, you know, no, you're implying that I'm like not untrustworthy and bad at my job. Hang on, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. And Jack's like, Audrey, um, can I... you put a satellite? Like, can you put a satellite over where uh, over where I'm going to like meet these kidnappers? Yeah. Um, you need to get Chloe to do it specifically. 
uh, and she's like, but Chloe just got fired. <laughs> yeah, because uh, um, Jack, yeah, Jack, Wayne, and Aaron have like kind of called. They, they've like, had a conference call, and they're like, "Are we gonna like save this kid?" And Jack, like, upon hearing that there is um, a child a in young, peril, yeah, yeah, uh, it's like, he, oh fuck yeah, you know that's what I do. Like, imagine um, when Popeye eats his spinach, like, he just starts driving vans yeah. through walls. Uh, and yeah, so the only person that could really do it is Chloe, but Chloe's fired. Yeah. So Audrey then just goes straight back into the room and is like, um, I will pin everything on Bill, provided that Chloe gets Chloe to keep her stay. job. And, and that she reports directly to me. And mm. like, it feels like you're doing some, like, kind of subterfuge bullshit. Yeah, that, that, okay, all right. Yeah, the kind of Fair shit enough. that we really said wouldn't fly. Yeah. He's like, well, the plot says that it has to happen, and they're like, oh, she's got us there. The plot does say it has to happen. Yeah. Like they're, they're kind of like looking. Well, oh, time script. for the ad break, is it? Okay, right. Yeah. Then fair enough. So. Yeah. Uh, Wayne is like, oh, I, you know, come on, Jack. I'm, I'll. Let me I want to help. I want to help shoot some guys. I've got an assault Jack's rifle, and Jack's like, no, no, I don't know if you could. I don't know if you could use it though, even though you got it off that tier one operator guy. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Wayne's like, please, I was a marine, and Jack goes. Okay, you know, it, Wayne kind of he, he's asking him with the with the cadence of a kid, just being like, "Can I? Can we get McDonald's?" Yeah, but the McDonald's is like firing thirty fries a second. You know, it's got like a thirty fry round magazine. I don't know. This metaphor fell apart instantly. Yeah, uh, and so they get an, inf- an infrared satellite, and they just like ghost recon their way in. Yeah, Jack takes out a sniper. Has a rifle now, I think. And Evelyn arrives and she's uh, yeah, she's doing the thing where she's turning over the evidence and then they'll give her the kid. Um and they're like sort of set up to be able to shoot all the guys now when that happens. Yeah. Uh, and Robocop emerges like holding a gun to the Moppet's head. Yeah, yeah. And it the instant that like he's like, now you go over there and like, as soon as like the kid runs over, uh, Jack and Wayne just well, I said Ghost Recon. This is more of like a Splinter Cell thing, you know, when you, in like the new ones, when you like tag a whole bunch of enemies and then like come out of cover and then like do the boom, boom, yeah. boom. They both do that, uh, which is always one of my favorite things because you get to see them reacting, but not quite. Mm. Like they're all the like the extras holding the, the assault rifles are all in there, uh, kind of stun like what for yeah. like a second uh... longer than is really plausible. Uh, but then Robocop does his, what is his special move, which is he steals a car. Yeah, he goes, Excuse me, I have to go. Somewhere there is a crime happening. Yeah, and he pieces out. <laughs> yeah, because there's a crime happening that he's not a part of. Yeah. And so far, this today, he's he's done almost all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, he drives off in Evelyn's car and gets away. And Jack's like, Chloe, get the satellite to follow that car. Which I like to imagine, like, the satellite just drops out of orbit. Yeah, it's just... How? It's like, it's chasing the car down the highway. Yeah. (laughs) He just checks his rear view mirror, and there is a satellite just kind of, like, speeding, like... like... (laughs) But to to avoid uh, raising suspicions, it's, like, two car lengths behind. And he's like... Huh, it's driven it's by like um sort of a like a like a cabbie that has always <laughs> wanted to get that call. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, it's like he's like, I could have sworn that was the same satellite that was following yeah. me. <laughs> Looks remarkably similar. Yeah, um, I, I, he tries to check the number plate. He's just like, the number plate is just N A S A, and he's like, huh, that's odd. Like, and so Evelyn's, you know, Evelyn's been shot, but you know, she'll not lethally. She'll, like, yeah, she'll yeah. Get better. It's just enough to, you know, to be dramatic yeah. and impactful. Shot in the leg a bit, yeah. Um, she hasn't been taking her like leg medicine. Mm. Um, and Jack's like, okay, now give us the evidence that the VP's in on it. And yeah, is it the vice president? Is it the vice president? It's just like the VP has nothing to do with it. Do you want to know <laughs> who's really behind it? It's fucking stupid as hell. It's like, it's like, what? No, like, why would it be the VP? Like, what power does he have? He has like, he's really. Like he, he's functionally like powerless as an individual. Like even in even though we're in Dick Cheney times, it's still stretching believability. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so then, like, well, who could it possibly be? If it's not the vice president, then could it be? <gasps> and then well, we I'm see, not a like, oh my god, I can't believe. <laughs> I'm not going to call you a bitch. Yeah. So um. Yeah. No. He. He's. He's. Uh. He's apparently. He's apparently. Uh. Uh, Bitchard Nixon is the uh, is the one who's really the really the man behind the man behind the man behind the cum, yeah, um, so which is very funny, uh, and not at all the writers running out of ideas. Um, you... But when asked to explain why he does this, it's essentially essentially he just says like uh, that to do otherwise would be unfaithful to the spirit of that deliberately difficult process of writing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the fact that you have so many Nixon drops. I the... watched Nixon's resignation speech in full to get drops. Please tell me you have, um, you won't have old Dick to kick around anymore. Oh no, but I will be getting that after for the next one. So you for can when watch... he gets for when he gets his comeuppance. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, he. We realized that at this point he's the he's the inverse Mar one. Yeah, he's he's like there's too many of him. And the plans are like not even creative. Like he's had wheels within wheels within wheels. Like, um, so that's why you know when when Cum Waltings came to him was like, so I've there's this fucking insane plan, right? Yeah. Um, he was like, oh, oh, I don't approve of that. I definitely didn't sign off on that. But let's let it happen anyway. Let's let it. Yeah, go. yeah. Meanwhile, he, whilst he's doing that, he's like, shit, fuck. He's gonna realize I'm a traitor, and he's like. But anyway, he's, but you know. He's like not the P O T U S. He's the P O S U S. Yeah, president of the United States. I see. Um, anyway, I like we still don't really know, like because we haven't watched the last block <laughs> why he's why he's there and what he's doing. But okay, I guess like I think we settled on the fact that he must be doing this because like in the twenty four universe, um, we've had like several years now of ramping up escalations of terror and that gets you re-elected so if he wants to be re-elected he needs to cause a terror attack in order to like stop it yeah that he can be seen otherwise he's just kind of seen as like yeah like hey i I genuinely feel like this might be like a part of the part of the reason that he wants to do this like the, on the campaign trail, you go out like you know you, you you know kiss a baby, you visit a factory, and you try and secure. You have someone try and assassinate you with a silly rifle in the factory, yeah. and and you try and secure and um, and then oil you have the to deal with a nuke. Uh, yeah, you know it, it, 
if you've got because like yeah that, i mean that is that is the plan right the plan is that he wanted to start a war with this counterterrorism thing that he set up so he's the person that told come waltings to dispatch the 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 gas oh and he, but he also told, robocop, robocop makes the gas on a government contract so like he, he told robocop and then robocop got his ex-CIA guys, who then recruited Cum Waltings. Right, I see, okay. Because Cum doesn't Anyway, it's fucking stupid. It. That's... Yeah, it's... It, it's instead that, of Marwan that's having, the block. Instead of Marwan having one plan that any time you beat a bit of his plan, actually his plan was for, was for you to, you know, foil that bit of the plan. So this is yeah. him coming up with one plan that lasts about two hours, goes wrong, and then immediately afterwards, he just spends the rest of the, the time getting wetter and more panicked. Which, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's a nice spin on it. Having the villain, be it is fun to watch like his like uh, watch his plan fall apart and him having to deal with it with without being able to tell anyone. I guess. Yeah, it's like continuous flop sweat. Um, it's more fun in hindsight after having like when we actually got to this moment. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off is the bad guy, the president. Like, that, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Because like, he's, but uh, like, it is kind of fun in hindsight, I guess. It is incredibly stupid still, but he's he's never been presented as anything yeah. other than like just kind of incompetent and a bit goofy. And then it just goes, ah, yeah. Well, it's a hell of a thing. It's a hell of a thing. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's. That's us done with this block. We, yeah, I'm or... still not over the the president being the guy, like the Far Cry, Far Cry villain behind it all. But yep, yep, that's certainly a thing that happens. Um, the, and I'm sure eventually I'll work out why he why he is. Is the only place. You yeah, no, they sort of Cop. painted themselves into a presidential corner. Like you, you can either keep having Robocop be your villain, or you can make the president the villain. And and not to give. I, I think this would energy. land better. I, okay, I, I genuinely think this would land better if they'd written him not as like a, a dickhead from like minute one. Because it feels like you're always waiting like, for him to become like. If something. Palmer did this, if Palmer was the guy behind it, no, I'd be, be like, "Oh way. fuck yeah, I'm so on board. That's so good." Like, or if the guy that was being oh, we're showing that like, or if the guy that was being presented like Palmer, like an inspirational leader. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he was the guy that was actually behind it to begin with. I'd be like, oh, fuck, okay. It's, it's not a Th That's, you... like, actually some interesting writing. Like, I didn't expect that at all. But, like, what they did was they set up a surprisingly, like, scary-looking, like, vice president who's, like, making, like, funny faces through the glass of, like, the presidential office going, like, meh, 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 I'm after your chair. Meow. Um, and then, like, implementing martial law and the president going like oh i'll implement it because i don't want to look weak Ugh. like if the, if they hadn't done any of that and they just written a president who was actually like we're supposed to like i think it would have been way better yeah no significantly but this this to me reads again like fuck we're up to like the like two-thirds of the way through the series we've got to write a new villain because we've run out who right. where do we go well, at least it works out for us, given that it means that we get to end this block by, you know, saying, and the bad guy's the president. Yeah. I mean, president yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. But it's stupid. <laughs> president Evil 20... I mean, that, that's, that's the fucking title. Yeah. I, the, the best thing is, like, we... 
I think for season three, when we realized it was the Salazars, I think I called that Resident Evil 24. So now it's President Evil 24. Let's like, I'm going to go yeah. back to this. I'm going to go back to this well until that bucket. Well, their writers are doing the greatest hits. Stones. Yeah. Why can't we? Like, yeah, they've brought us down to their level. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a good place to end. Good- goodbye, listener. Goodbye. And, yeah. Uh, join us in the next block where we reveal that actually the man behind the man behind the man behind the cum has another fucking man behind him too. Yeah. Yeah. Until, until next time. Uh, don't stop the party. Jack Bauer.